Hello, this is Tanishka Sodhi from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, the 30th of December. Prime Minister Narendra Modi's mother, Hira Ben, died in the early hours of this morning at age 99. Hira Ben passed away at around 3.30 a.m. this morning at the UN Mehta Institute of Cardiology and Research Centre in Ahmedabad. She was hospitalised on Wednesday after her health deteriorated. The Prime Minister arrived in Gandhi Nagar today and performed the last rites of his mother. Political leaders across parties such as Congress President Malikarjun Kharge and party leader Rahul Gandhi, Tamil Nadu Chief Minister M.K. Stalin and West Bengal Chief Minister Mamta Banerjee offered their condolences. The demise garnered reactions from not just India but across the world, with Prime Ministers from Pakistan, Nepal and Japan mourning the demise of the Prime Minister's late mother on Twitter. After bidding farewell to his mother, Prime Minister Modi virtually inaugurated the Jokar Tartala section of the Kolkata Metro's Purple Line. The inauguration took place via video conferencing today. Indian wicketkeeper batsman Rishabh Pant met with an accident near Uttarakhand's Roorkee early this morning, Indian Express reported. Pant suffered injuries after his car rammed into the road divider and caught fire. The 25-year-old cricketer is reportedly out of danger and was on his way to his hometown when the incident occurred. According to police sources cited in the report, the cricketer sustained head wounds and a ligament injury to his right ankle. Dr. Ashish Yagnik, medical superintendent at Max Hospital in Dehradun, told media that the cricket player appeared to be stable and had no significant injuries. According to a statement made by the state government, Pant's car was involved in a collision at around 5.30am in the Haridwar district near Mohammadpur Jat close to the Mangalore police station. Soon after, the ambulance and neighbourhood cops took him to Saksham Hospital in Roorkee from where he was taken to Dehradun. Praying for his speedy recovery, Uttarakhand Chief Minister Pushkar Singh Dhami announced that the state government would bear all expenses for the treatment and also arrange for an air ambulance if necessary. Amidst this, many people from the cricketing world, including BCCI Secretary Jay Shah, Ricky Ponting, Virendra Sehwag and VVS Lakshman, among other cricketers, tweeted to wish him a speedy recovery. Listeners, as the year comes to an end, we look back on how Bollywood was boycotted, trolled, vilified and abused on social media numerous times during this year. These campaigns were not organic. They were driven by Twitter handles, websites and social media influencers and were usually timed around the release of specific films. As we bid goodbye to a year gone by, read my colleague Pratik Goyal's report on newslaundry.com about how vicious social media campaigns around certain movies were carefully orchestrated, spawning lakhs of tweets. The report is titled why 2022 was the year of hashtag boycott Bollywood. Listeners, the reason we can bring you stories such as these is because we don't rely on political parties or big corporations to support us. We depend not on advertisements but on our subscribers' support. So if you're not a part of our independent news ecosystem already, head on to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right corner of the screen. Lowest subscription starts at Rs. 300 only. 
Today, the Ministry of Civil Aviation issued revised COVID-19 guidelines for passengers arriving in international flights, PTI reported. Starting January 1, 2023, a pre-departure RT-PCR negative test report will be compulsory for passengers coming in international flights from six countries: China, Singapore, Hong Kong, the Republic of Korea, Thailand, and Japan. The ministry said that the decisions had been taken amid rising COVID-19 infections in different parts of the world. The Air Suvida Portal self-declaration has been made operational for passengers coming in from these six countries. RT-PCR tests are to be done 72 hours before travelling. Airlines have been directed to modify their check-in functionalities to include these changes. The ministry has sent communications of the revised guidelines to airport operators, commercial airlines, chief secretaries and administrators of states or union territories. The practice of random testing 2% of arriving passengers in international flights will also continue, the ministry said. Union Health Minister Mansukh Mandviya said in a tweet today that Marion Biotech, the Noida-based producer of a cough syrup, that Uzbekistan officials claim is to blame for the death of at least 18 children has stopped producing all medications Hindustan Times reported Mansuk said that action has been taken after the Central Drug Standard Control Organization inspection and that all manufacturing activities of the company's Noida unit had been suspended According to health officials in Uzbekistan, at least 18 children in their nation have died as a result of consuming Doc 1 Max cough medicine. As per news agency Reuters, this contains a deadly ingredient called ethylene glycol and was used in dosages that were higher than recommended. So far, it remains unclear as to who approved the high dosages. Seven employees of the Uzbek Health Ministry have allegedly been sacked and disciplinary measures have been started against some specialists. The Doc 1 Max drug has been taken off the market at all pharmacies according to the Uzbek Health Ministry. Ambronal, another anti-cold syrup produced by Marion Biotech, has also had its sales halted. According to media reports, neither of the syrups is offered for purchase in India. The Uzbekistan case comes after at least 70 children died in Gambia that were attributed to drugs made by Maiden Pharmaceuticals Limited, a company based in New Delhi. The government and the company, though, have denied all wrongdoing. Legendary Brazilian footballer Pele has passed away at the age of 82. The former striker lost his fight with cancer at the Albert Einstein Hospital in Sao Paulo where he was admitted on November 29th. The Brazilian government has declared 3 days of national mourning for Pele. The stadium where the Brazilian soccer legend played some of his best matches will also host his funeral on January 2nd and 3rd. Santos, Pele's former club in Brazil, announced in a statement that the public would be able to pay their final respects at Villa Belmiro Stadium outside Sao Paulo. Pele is the only player in history to have won 3 World Cups. With 77 goals in 92 games, he is one of Brazil's all-time leading scorers. He rose to fame at 17 after Brazil won the 1958 World Cup. That's all the news we have for you today. 
Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. 